Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Final Show Films. I'm Sen, your executive producer here, and I want to thank you all for tuning in. Particularly, uh, I want to thank all of our supporters on Patreon, uh, and uh, especially our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, who are Jeffrey and Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L, without whom we wouldn't be able to do nearly as much of the things that we do now. So, uh, thank you all for your support, uh, and if you're watching live on Twitch, uh, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello everybody and welcome to Wild Mount Adventures. I am Jeremy, I am the Dungeon Master, uh, leading this group through a, a campaign of my devisement in the uh, Exandria world, Wild Mount Continent currently, as, as created by Matt Mercer and the rest of Critical Role, blah 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 blah. Um, I'm going to go ahead and introduce, or have my players introduce themselves. Uh, and, and we will start with Navarin. Hello, I'm Navarin. Uh, I'm playing Seeker, the Warforged Ranger. And Lilf? Hi, I'm Lilf. I am playing Karis, uh, the Dampier Warlock. I almost forgot my character name. <laughs> it's okay, that only happens to me like every week for the weekly games, or weekday games. Um, and Elf? Hi, my name is Elle, and I'm playing Prize, the Elf Cleric. And Corvus. Hi, I'm Corvus. I am playing Cameron Esker, the Human Rogue. And we are without Zagrog this week, so uh, uh, Hakeem, the Human Wizard, will be quiet. Um, uncharacteristically so. Uncharacteristically so. Hakeem plays face for the party a decent amount of the time. Um, anyway, so the last time you were here, uh, it was a while ago, uh, you were in the mm. city of Rosanna, uh, the shining capital of the Kryn dynasty. Uh, you had finally arrived here with Zeraemon Quaven, uh, the, your, your people that you had been escorting across the continent, uh, with the Cerberus assembly hot on your trail. Um, you had arrived here and Zarema had underwent the process of anamnesis in order to restore her past memories. Along with that came the knowledge that before the time of the Calamity, uh, Lolf had created an artifact that would allow people to cross worlds and even potentially pierce the Divine Gate, the barrier that separated the gods from the material world, which would be bad. Very, 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 very bad. Uh, Zarema knew that the artifact had been sealed away in a place known as Lolf's Tomb, which seems like it might be less of a tomb than it was a prison. Hard to say. Uh, the problem being, she doesn't remember exactly where the tomb was. She may have reconnected with her memories, but that doesn't mean that she has all of them in immediate access. It's been a, she has thousands, thousand plus years of memory. So, you know, some things escape her mind. Uh, but fortunately there was someone who may be able to help. Uh, uh, their name is Maya. They are one of the oldest Luxon Drow alive. 
and they have a particular interest in the history of the Calamity. Uh, they live in the many hosts of Igrathad, a collection of towns in the southernmost reaches of the Kryn Dynasty. You would all agree to accompany her to try and locate this artifact. So you all made your way through this city to speak with the Bright Queen, Alelis Kryn, the head of the dynasty. Uh, you found yourself attacked by your longtime nemesis, Rena Jaskal, and a group that she had managed to put together, including a bunch of drow and a demonic drow-like creature. Uh, the battle was close. I think some of you ping-ponged uh, between life and death a few times, or life and almost death, whatever you want to call making death saves. Um, but ultimately, thanks to some well-timed uh, spell use and some thrilling heroics, uh, you were able to put most of the attackers down, including Reyna, who was electrified and charred into unrecognizability. And as you all took a moment to catch your breath, that was where we had left off. So that is where we pick right back up. You guys are... The, uh, the, the sounds of battle have, have, have faded away. There's just the group of you catching your breath, still bleeding in several cases, um, a whole bunch of bodies, at least one that escaped, what would you like to do? Uh-huh. <laughs> right? That's, uh, that's a difficult one. I, I think we were continuing on and making sure that uh, Raina's body was, if not brought along, then uh, very well monitored, just in case. Okay. Because, um, like, as a player, I've seen a lot of horror movies. <laughs> I mean, that is that is that is a fair point. To play one of Jeremy's games, Jeremy has seen a lot of horror movies. <laughs> that is also a fair <laughs> But as a character, I don't know the full extent of what magic can do, so I don't trust it. Okay. Uh, who is? And I think we, I think we made something like we said something to that effect in the last, uh, yeah, in last game. That is very possible. Uh, who is carrying Reyna's body just out of curiosity? That's probably me. Yeah, I think it was Seiko. Okay. Yeah. This body smells very, very bad. <laughs> I close my nostril. Fair enough. <laughs> Disconnect <Terrorist> smell receptor. <laughs> Karis has stopped breathing because yeah. there's so much blood about. Oh, that yeah, no, that's a fair point. Because yeah. even besides the 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 wounds that, that that a lot of you have and the many things you killed, let's not forget that there are also like four poor 
citizens of Rosanna that this Dragloth that the the, the group mm-hmm. had come upon and the Dragloth decided, well, I've got nothing to do until they show up. Um but yeah, no, it's it's a wet body. It's there it still has the smell of ozone sticking off of it and burnt hair and melted skin and yeah, it's a lot. Um But yeah, you pick her up and the group of you end up uh, uh continuing along at this point. Um Quaven takes up a front and back position. Uh as he summons the Jacko. Yes, I know. There's no other good way that I could think of to say it. Um He gets in front and takes us from behind, yep. I'm in a Quaven sandwich where I've always wanted to be. <laughs> um if that were true, you'd kick us out. This is yep. that, that's a fair point. Um, but yeah, you guys start rushing uh, your way through the streets. Um, and you don't have that much further to go. Like you guys were not that far away from um, uh, the the place. Because I'm good Lucy, with... Uh, Lucid Bastion? The Lucid Bastion. Thank you. Um, you guys were only probably about... Maybe eight or ten blocks away from it. Um, so Quaven sort of leads you guys through... You guys don't want to be moving through the main streets with... with, with looking the state you do... Or, Rushing down, rushing towards the, 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 um, uh, the seat of the queen. Um, Quaven leads you through, through, through some alleys. Um, and you eventually come upon the, the large, uh, Building that you had seen before, the role, the building that you exited from when you arrived in Rosanna. Uh, and there are some guards outside, Aurora Watch members, obviously. Uh, they see the lot of you and they, one of them calls out, halt, let's sort of st- uh, stand at, uh, at guard, because clearly there's something not quite right here. Uh, till Quaven yells out basically in, 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 in undercommon. So, um, uh, prize understands. Uh, basically, Kind of tells them to back off. Very quickly identifies himself. Uh, uh, we have we have crucial business with the with, with the bright queen. 
and in not so polite terms tells them to back the fuck off. Do I remember our our guard escort getting killed? Yes. You did have a guard escort. They are very dead. They got lightning bolted to death. Seeker would probably mention that whole side of things and be like, by the way, there's there's several people whose bodies will need recovering and dealing with, if at all possible, in such and such a place. Do you remember the name of that place? The Quaid, yeah. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Just that's yeah. Quaven sort of uh, uh gestures and like waves you guys towards the bastards. I will I will take care of I will take the guards and I will head back and make sure that everything is taken care of there. Now that you are in the bastion you are safe. It's now a good time to mention that Keris' sword had not gone away. Still in her hand at all points after that fight. I mean, fair enough. It's understandable. That's probably why they were in an, an extra reason why the guards were on guard. Um, Quaven doesn't seem to be too worried about it at the moment. Uh, he knows you're not going to randomly start attacking people in the bastion. Um, but yeah, he, he basically takes control of these two guards, which is quite a thing because they didn't seem to expect that coming. Uh, but he has that sort of like... There's a level of authority in his voice that they sort of shift their attention between each other a little bit nervously, looks a lot of you over, and then look at Quaven and nod, and they head off with him. Um, as you guys uh, are, are sort of standing, basically, uh, like, right on the steps, uh, you see... Um, if you remember the, uh, uh, priestess, uh, Luxon priestess that had initially greeted you all when you teleported in, or not initially, had come after a certain amount of time, seemed to recognize you all somehow? And had taken uh, uh, Zoremo away for uh, to undergo anamnesis. Uh, um, Tala. Tala is in the in, in the process of coming out, um, and immediately doesn't seem incredibly shocked, more concerned. It's like, uh, is is everybody okay? Relatively speaking, I guess I should say. Harris just glares. We're uh, all alive. I am unharmed. This person is dead. I well, see that. I'm relatively unharmed. <laughs> the guard. Relative to something extremely harmed. 
The guard who was escorting us, fortunately, did not make it out of the ambush. You see, well, Griffin will will deal with that. Um, let me uh, hold on, and she snaps a couple of times and gives a whistle, and a few guards come out. A few Aurora Watch members. Um, she points over at at uh, at Seeker with with um, Rain's body. <laughs> Um, and, uh, prize, uh, uh, she says, you two, take the, uh, 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 take that body, take it to, and she names a room, uh, keep it under guard. Don't trust it or don't assume anything. You're aware of who this is, then. The, to be clear, that was in that was in undercommon. Oh. Okay. Um, then. Yeah. He looks looks her as yeah. she yells at her. They the guards you, come are up. You, are you sort of are you aware them. of who she is? I. Uh, yes, I I am. I have let's let's just say I have a very good idea of who she is. Good. Um, our our good watchman here will will take her off of your hands, and we will keep an eye on her. We will need to we may be able to determine some things with what is left. So yeah, the guards come up. Uh, uh, one of them sort of looks at to like, um, um, maybe kind of holds his hands out. Uh, for, uh, for the body. Yes. For Seeker. Yeah, I'll hand that over. Okay. It's hopefully all of it stays intact. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not. It's not in the process of falling apart. It's just really gross. Oh, that's good. Um, they take it and sort of, sort of whisk it away. Uh, please, please come with me. We will. Uh, this is important enough that. The breaking definitely needs to need to be made aware. An attack of who I believe that uh, that person represents within our city upon all the situation being what it is. This is important, and she turns and starts walking. At a fairly rapid pace, uh, with the expectation that you guys will all follow. Is there anybody who is not? Somebody might decide to sneak off. Uh, I'm just thinking. Imagine that they just we just stand there. <laughs> you just stand there and watch her go. 
Guys, I... All right, our job is done. I'm going back to... <laughs> we got told we have to go somewhere now. Yay! Excellent. But no, I assume we follow. Okay. Karis is still not breathing. I think... <laughs> it follows. As you guys start walking, um... I need to check something here really quick. Um... I believe that's doable. Uh, Why do I not have my characters memorized by now? Um... As you guys start walking, um, Serena sort of picks up the pace just a little bit, so she's like in between a lot of you. Sort of says under breath, you know. When I was at the assembly, I I, I would occasionally hear uh, uh, some of, um, some of Ludness's agents, uh, talk, not necessarily realizing I was there, and there was a phrase that they like to use a lot. Better apologize after the fact than ask permission. I know of this phrase. And she looks up, sees Tala walking along. And she starts slowing, uh, Zorina starts slowing down a little bit. Waits until we get to, uh, waits until, uh, uh Tala sort of turns around turns in a, uh turns a corner into a a different hallway and then starts backing up throws you guys all a look and then turns and starts heading for the door Harris will start following her. What are we doing? Well, here's the thing. Thinking about it and with having just been attacked and with the concerns that I have expressed about, I don't necessarily want this thing in anybody's hands I'm thinking we just leave 
and head south. It'll be fine. Going where? Uh, Igrathad. Go get, talk to <clears throat> Maya, get the information we need. And then we're not in the awkward position of having to say, if Laylis insists on protection, for example, a protective detail for us. We don't have to worry about Aurora Watch members being with us. And having someone we have to deal with. Having to worry about whether they're going to be more worried about... about We're not going to have to tiptoe around what we're trying to do. We might want to go pick up Quinn. Because I think he might be angry if we leave without him. Makes sense. But we should go quick. Tala's great, but she... And when she gets on, she gets tunnel vision. She's She gets real tunnel vision, but she will notice we're not here there soon, so... And she starts walking a little faster. Back natural, look like we're not running out of... Running away from... from The tower, the, the, the bastion, or, you know, maybe soldiers, or our responsibilities, or duties to the dynasty, and let's just walk... Everything's fine. The way you are saying that implies that everything is not fine. No, everything's fine. <clears throat> oh no, you're gonna, this is mm. gonna, yep. No, everything is going to be fine. How's that, Seeker? Better. Okay. And yeah, she leads you guys out of the bastion. I guess we have to go back to where we were, where we just were. Eventually you guys come up on Quaven with the, the two Aurora Watch members that he, that, that he had come, he sort of in the process of laying out exactly what happened, looks like there are a few more, a, a few more that have joined so that they can do body removal, um, do all the logistics stuff. They're going to have to notify, notify family members of, 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 of the people in here, see if they were consecuted. Etc., etc., etc. Consecuted is the process by which you end up, uh, 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 connecting with a beacon and eventually it, 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 it's how you get reincarnated. Basically. 
Um, Quaven looks up, is a little bit surprised as you guys come in. Is he, what are you here? Is, is it, I thought we were, have you already spoken with the Bright Queen? Where was it? Yeah, yeah, we spoke with the Bright Queen and we're gonna go now. Okay. He, Brown is a little bit confused, like, yes, oh, okay. Very, very well, let's. Quaven, do not worry. Everything is fine. Can you say it like that? You say it makes Wink. me think everything is. No, I especially am not sure if everything is fine. That makes two of us. <laughs> They're like, yep, yep, everything is just fine. Let's go. Um, she gives a smile to the other, like, like one of those friendly, reassuring smiles to the other, other, other watch members. Um, Puts a hand on Quaven's shoulder and just starts walking. And sort of walk out of the, uh, out of that, that little plaza area that you guys had been, had been attacked in. See the two of them have a very brief murmured conversation. Is a little less murmured from Quaven's side. Is more of a um, whisper yelling. They go back and forth for a short time, and finally, Dequaven. <sighs> straightens up, looks at a lot of you, is like, "So I guess we are going." Wonderful. Do we have any of our stuff? Did we leave any of our stuff back at the house? You guys left a little bit of stuff. Um, because like we can go back and we can get everything that we need there. Alright. We should probably... We have some time. Are you... I look towards Zarae and I was like, isn't she going to be annoyed that we've left without Oh, she's going to be evil. She's going to be livid. think maybe we should go as soon as we can, then. That's, yeah, no that need, was my thought. Um, no need to make things, things get more complicated than they need to be. That was what I was thinking. Uh, and it's still fairly early in the day. If you remember, you guys had had a, you guys had basically gotten up. Zarema had been there. You guys had had a conversation where she kind of told you, uh, did the info dump on you. You guys started heading toward, um, toward the Lucid Bastion and then we're talking. So it's still like, 
it's probably like 11.30 in the morning. Granted, to you guys, it might be also be a little hard to tell that because this is the City of Eternal Night. But, the point being, we can probably start traveling and, and find a good place to, to rest on the road. Um... Yeah. All right, let's go then. I'll stop. Yeah. Let's not take any longer. You guys go, go. You you go gather up what you need. I will I will make sure that we have get the supplies that we need, so that we are not right. making that trip on foot without the. The basics of what we need. Is there anything I need to get beyond the norm? For anybody. There was some discussion of getting me some armor that allows me to be a bit more stealthy. I see, yes. Um, and just for, just, just to, to, to simplify that, what armor are you currently in and what are you looking for? I am currently in um, scale mail. Okay. And I was after. Oh, is it mithril scale mail? Whichever it is that allows you to sneak. Mithril chain. All right. I'm yep. gonna have you. So okay, I. I will see what I can do. That is not some, you know, that's not just at any store, but I, 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 I have some connections. Roll me. I'm going to roll a check for, for Quaven and based on that, I will have you roll me something. Um, let's see. Quaven, 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 Quaven. Okay, um, roll me a, from the percentile. Okay. Sixty-four, okay. Alright, so I will, I will, I will find what I can. Um, and I will meet you back, I will meet you back at the house. Thank you. Of course. And yeah, you guys make your way back to the, to the little row house that you guys have been staying in. Head in, collect your things. Anything else you guys need to want to accomplish? You guys probably um, have. Where? You guys probably have about forty-five minutes before you. 
before he will eventually show up. Mm. Maybe even an hour, maybe a short rest's worth. Not that you have to take a short rest. Well, if we don't have anything else to do, I guess we should. And if we can't, um, sure. yeah. I don't know, resting sounds fine to me. Okay. If we don't have anything, if it, yeah, that'll be good. <clears throat> it would definitely be good for me. Cool. Uh, let's see. We do that. Uh, yep. All right, so you take a you take some time, get your short rest in. Um Um I'm I'm going to try and talk to Zarema if I have the chance. Okay. Uh hey, sorry. Yeah, no, this geez. is at a bad time. Nope, not a bad time at all. What's up? Um I had an idea about um trying to help, but I don't know what I need to make it happen. Okay. Uh because you were looking for that uh artifact thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I can maybe help find it, but I I don't have everything I need, but I don't know exactly what I need for it. Do, do you know what I mean? Let's see if she does. Uh, let's... Yeah, yeah, that's what I assume you meant. Yeah. Yeah, I... I don't have... I think you're talking... Yeah, I think you're talking about... Um... You're a... God damn it, what's the goddess's name? Change bringer. Yeah, thank you. Um, I've heard stories of Vandra's priests knowing a lot of of stories and being able to pick up on stories uh, of, of things. Um, there's magic that can figure that out. I think I know what you need. I'll have to see if we can... We might be able to get some of that when we get down to Igrethed. I mean, we could do it here if we have 
we have the if we can afford it and we have time. Because we're gonna need a uh, is it three hundred gold? Uh oh, no, I, uh four hundred and fifty gold. Oh, I didn't realize sorry. No, no, it's fine, it's fine. That would be that would be very helpful. Um We can certainly We can certainly see what we can do. Maybe we can stop by a way somewhere on the way out. Do we, can we get do we have enough for that? I don't know. I I, I don't know how much I, money you guys have. I I don't, I don't know keep either, any honest. on me. Sorry. No, that's okay. I didn't imagine you did. I don't I, I just, imagine keeping any Omni either. I I just had some thoughts in my mind since that she spoke to me. Mm-hmm. But it's not always like the clearest. Well, we can we can try. We can we can see if we can pick that stuff up. If we can't pick it up up here, I would bet you bet you pretty much anything that Maya is gonna have it, and we might be able to talk her into letting us use it. But that would be very uh, useful. It's good. Uh, okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. Do do you need any help with anything? And she looks around and is like, no, right now I'm good. I mean, she should be resting. Well, not resting. She should be getting some hit points back. If I need to, I need to remember to do that. Um. I mean, if she still looks wounded, I can. I'll make an offer. Oh no, short resting. Right. Uh, do, 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 do. I mean, I, you'd still heard I can help if you need it. No, no, I'll, I'll be okay. We just, we need to take a moment. Say that, well, we, you never know if we might need it later. Um. I can actually call the right number this time. Nope. That's almost enough, though, because she was not badly hurt. Um. But yeah, you guys. There's not anything else that you guys have. Anything has planned? I I did have one other thing, but I don't want to take over. Nah, it, it, nobody else has anything. Yeah, go for it. Um, I'm going to head back down to that uh, like either basement or first floor room that I had, whichever it was. Mm -hmm. 
And I assume there's still the, um, I did, it wasn't a commune. It was, uh, some other thing, but, uh, the, uh, circle and all is still there. Mm-hmm. Cause I can't remember what spell it was, but I'm just going to basically kneel down in that circle and I'm just going to hold the coin. It's like, uh, sorry, I know that you can probably hear me regardless, but I thought I should come back here. Um, Thank you for everything so far, and I'm going to keep on, keep continuing on with what you suggested. Uh, thank you. Sorry, I'll I'll be back. Oh, and then, like, yeah, just yeah. gathering my stuff. Okay. Roll me a wisdom. Let's make it a wisdom save. Save. Yes. I like to use saves for this because it's sort of instinctual. And it works well for clerics to have a save for this because they're, they're, they're a little bit more inclined to have higher rolls in that case. So you just. You get the smell of. You get the smell of the road, but not in a, in a comforting way. Not like, oh, shit, horseshit, great. Right, right, exactly. You kind of bathroom of a truck stop. You think that's a sign of approval. Cool. So, yeah. You guys gather your stuff, sharpen your swords... Gather our party and venture forth. Hang upside down in the door frame. I don't know what you're doing. Um, uh, but yeah, about an hour later, um, you hear the sounds of horses outside. You, somebody goes to the window. You see Quaven out there. With a number of horses and a carp. Which looks to be stocked with food stuff, basic travel implements. He stops, dismounts, or gets off the cart. Heads in. Alright, I have gathered everything that we need. Are we good to go? Um, uh, uh, careless. I have, we are in lock. Um, and he, uh, um, reaches into a bag he's got, uh, and, and, and produces. A set of mithril chain. She takes it. Thank you. Of course. Disappears off to change mm. armor.
Yeah, once that's done. They're going to say, back on the road, our favorite place to be. Yay. How far away is Mary? I've forgotten the name. Uh, many hosts of Igrathad. <laughs> it's... Close enough. <laughs> a ways. It's a little ways. Um, it is... He actually... Uh, uh, Quaven actually pulls out a map. That he's picked up because, you know, we're here. Let's get a map. Um, where is the Jerusalem? And he points out, so currently, currently, we are here. We are going here. Uh, what's this? And he points to this big red-looking forest in the middle. That is the Vermilac Wildwood. It is... It is a large forest I would... It would not be ideal to travel through it, but eh, this is this is your house. It, it's not ideal to travel anywhere. So, so how long will this take? We were talking seventy. If we were to cut through. We're talking about about a 400 mile trip. Three weeks. Could be not. If we go specifically by the roads. Maybe a month. That they leave up to you, I will say the wildwood is well the name is the the description is kind of in the name it is not the safest uh, uh forest in that I've ever seen. But also, we have probably encountered worse. I leave that up to you. Alright. Well, I suppose we better start then. Yep. Hey, you guys, hop on the. Uh, hop on. Head out, hop on the cart, or hop on the hop on a horse. There are options for both, depending on what do you all do. Do you take you 
get on the cart or do you get on a horse? Hakeem is taking I, a cart. I think I would go with a cart because okay. I don't think I've seen a horse that much. I know we have, but... Do we have sufficient horses for those who yeah, want to managed, be on upon a horse? He has managed to get, I'll say, four horses. Four ride, horses to ride. And then the cart has two connected. Right. Um, does Seeker ride horses? Yes. Seeker is going to ride a horse. Okay. I think that makes sense. Guess I. Guess I will. Uh, must be a strong horse. Um. I will also. I guess I will ride a horse. Okay. Uh, so we've got two horses. Karis. Um. Karis will probably. Uh. Jump on a horse. Okay. There's three. Um. Quaven will also go horse, which puts the the spellcasting trio on the cart. Kind of makes sense, really. Until uh, you, know, you put all your spell your mages in one basket. So that's a. Sure, that's a saying, and it's a, a, a meaning, a meaning, meaning a very good thing to do, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah, sure. sure. It's certainly not. <laughs> it's certainly a good idea to put all your people who are potentially lower hit points than the rest of them in one fireball-worthy spot. And both the healers, yeah. And both the healers. Yep, this is gonna go great. So you guys leave the city. Uh, Oh, uh, did we? If we lo if we short rested earlier, I forgot to do the hit dice. Yes. Yeah. Okay, let's do that. Short rest. Uh. One, two. And I'll do it. Go. Alright, so. As you guys are exiting Rosana, so you guys got here the quick way before. At least, the quick way once you got to a series. Like, it was a long trip before that. But, like, the point is, you guys did not take the roads from Asarius into Rosanna. So, and you guys have been inside the city, so you guys don't necessarily, you guys haven't seen um, the environment that surrounds Rosanna. So, as you guys ride out of the city, and you guys move from the very nice area that you that uh, that that had been um uh what they call the firmaments out into the gallum uh the the gallimaffrey which is where 
uh, uh, Cameron and Karis had gone there at one point. When you guys were sort of exploring the city, it was more of the livelier, like the, the, the trade area, all of the businesses and like that. You guys move through that into sort of the slums area and then make your way out finally out of the city itself. And what sort of greets you when you when you head out might make you glad that you teleported before. Um, as you guys sort of exit um, as you guys sort of exit the, 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 the outer ring of the city, so to speak. Um, and there is a wall around the out, around, uh, the area that they, they call it the Coronas is, is sort of the lower class, uh, uh, semi slum area. As you guys exit that gate and see sort of what stretches before you. Um, you see, first, there is a sort of ring around the city that beyond, uh, further than the walls. Um, these are, you see large pieces of what looks to have been an even further outer wall. Um, that has long, that had long since been knocked down. So they were built up again. These are these large pieces of obsidian, um, that are sort of shattered and, and, uh, scattered along the ground spots. Um, there is this main road that you are, that you are heading down that takes you through this sort of ghost town area. Um, uh, uh, uh structures that have been uh, knocked down, burned in some places, this is sort of the larger, older city that was just sort of left to fall apart as, as assumedly as the city sort of ex uh, built up sort of the inner part um, over some invasion long past. As you guys move past these the remnants of these walls you see stretching and uh, across you um calling it calling it a badlands or or, or wastelands area doesn't quite do it justice um you see sort of stretching out before you a just as far as you can see off in the distance you can see mountain range 
uh, of the, the mountain range that sort of surrounds this area. Um, but stretching out before you, you see a landscape of sunken craters, um, a, a cracked earth, um, these large, like, hooked spires of rock and glass that are just coming up out of the ground. That go, some of them might be, you know, six or seven feet tall. Some of them stretch taller than the buildings in the city themselves. Um, you see this sort of barren, desolate land in front of you. There is a main trade road which is the road that you guys are on. Um, but yes, this is, this is the land that they call the Barbed Lands. And Quaven sort of the DCs. The legends among my people are that this is where the final battles of the Calamity was fought. It will be fine. We will want to stay on the road itself. That will be mostly much safer. The things that live out there do not generally harass the road too much. Just be on your guard. And with that, he sort of kicks his heels and guides his force to sort of semi-front position, probably letting Seeker still take the lead because you are... While he is more familiar with this area, you are in general the better scout. And you start making your way through this wasted land that surrounds this sort of gleaming city. Well, gleaming nighttime shrouded city, but still, it's very pretty. Out here is very not. So what I'm going to put to you at this point, you have your choice. You guys, again, are in Rosana, which is at the, the, the southern point of the barbed fields. You guys are gonna have to, the, the, the road is probably not the clearest on this map, but you can probably mostly make it out. Um, the road kind of goes, them it draw properly. The road kind of goes north along here, skirts what had been called the Vermaloc Wildwood, and then goes out and eventually gets to a Sirius, and then would head south from there. 
you guys can go that way. If you guys want to try and cut time off, you can head through the Vermalock Woods. If you have other ideas, How would you like to approach the travel? How would we like to root this? <laughs> Quaven! Way to put it. What, yeah. What's your opinion on the traveling through the Wormlock Woods? Again, it is... There are things in there. Uh, it is... It is not entirely unsafe. There are small communities in the Vermalock. Um, there are settlements, mostly along the tree lines. Um, we do log the, log the, the, the wild wood. There are also predators in there. There is Rumor, ghost stories, call them what you want. Uh, bedtime tales to scare children. True tales of calamity, who knows. But there are tales of things in there that were remnants or lineages from creatures that were twisted by the betrayal during the calamity. Um, but it will also be much quicker. Assuming we do not get eaten. There are also a very strong fey presence in there. Could be good. Well, could be bad. How much time do you think we would save? If we went, say, this way, and I'll sort of, I don't know, right. gesture on the map, a rough route that looks reasonable. If we were, and yeah, he, he pulls up the map. If we were to go up and then, let's say, uh, right around the Deep River Mine, which is right there. If we were to cut through... Go along the sleep, uh, the, the sleep lead, or sleep feed forest. And then cross there. As opposed to going all the way around. We'd easily save a week and a half. Mm. It would be significantly quicker. But then again, the wildwood can be interesting. It is, I've heard tell, I am not certain of this. It sounds like a, it sounds like a bedtime tale to me that people head into Vermalock and they get through it instantly or they get through it in a matter of an hour, two hours, a day. Others go in, come out three years later. 
supposedly. I've never spoken to anybody who has actually had this happen. I've never spoken to anybody who directly to spoke to anybody who had this happen. I knew a guy whose brother's wife. Right, of course. Hmm. All right, I, I think saving a week and a half is quite the reward for this risk. What does everybody else think? I, I can try my best to keep everyone safe, regardless of where we go. So, I, no. whatever is better for people. So. so. Catching herself. Right, thank you. Karis? Mm. I think saving time is probably the best option. Pika, what is your time does not matter to me. Time is a construct. As am I. Time is a flat circle, man. Time flies like a... Oh, wait. Fruit flies like a banana. Something like that. Um, The part that confuses me is that clocks do not measure time. They measure the rotation of things. Yes, but they rotate at a consistent rate. And they use that rate. They're measuring the rotations. Measuring time directly is. Well, you'd have to ask Hakeem if that's possible. Um. All right. Well, I suggest. I think we should go through the woods. Then, seems like saving. We have uh, save a lot of time. Um. We may have dealt with. I've forgotten her name, the woman we just killed. Uh, uh, Raina. Raina. We may have dealt with Raina, we hope, um, but she was right when she said that if we if she died, somebody else would come after us, come after, and I can't imagine they're not still interested, so no reason to stick to the predictable roads and take all that time. Any objections? No. Alright. Craven just speaks. I have no objections. I would just like to point out that there are certain wizards that were, that are part of our, or that, that are specialized <laughs> within the Korean dynasty who focus very strongly on the manipulation of time. Uh, we call them chronergists. There you go. They can so probably you're... measure time. There we are. Also, stop it. Very powerful ones only. I think. A lot. Sounds a lot more powerful. They take a lot more power than stopping a clock. Um. Yes, if you want to stop. All right. Put your finger in the in the way in front of the or or pin the pin the hand down. 
That is easy. I can do that. Mm. Well, um, anyways, no, no need to delay any longer. No need to. Yep. Let the the clocks are still rotating. Let's let let us move on before they rotate too far. Fair enough. All right, and you set out. Um. Assume our standard marching order of seeker seeking mm-hmm. out the front and everybody else trailing behind. Sounds about right. And some on a cart. And some of them are on the cart. Yep. The flammable, probably, flammable cart. Probably a rider on each corner of the cart. So I'm going to do something I haven't done. I don't think possibly right. ever as a DM Ooh. for you guys. Is it random encounter table items? time? Roll me a few D20. Everybody roll me a D20 just to see if hey. we get an encounter before. One, two, three. I rolled a dice. Oof. Four. So we're rolling really well. Okay. Let me roll something here. See what we... Theoretically, if there was an encounter, uh, what it might be. Entirely hypothetically. I I don't even know why we're spending the time on it, honestly. Right. Oh, because we haven't got one of those majors that can stop it. Oh, okay, yeah, I get yeah, it Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So you guys, you are moving along, and despite... It is not a very... It's not what I would call the most pleasant trip. Or first leg of your journey. It's not awful um oops where did I just do it oh no oh I see what I accidentally did there we go ah I picked the uh the multi-hydra instead of what I meant to pick no no I was trying, <laughs> to, I was trying to put the, the, the name <laughs> Barb Field I'm putting some, uh, I, I'm moving some tables from the GM layer. Um, or some labels. Not tables. L- labels, yes. Anyways. Words. <laughs> Who needs them? Language is a funny thing. But, regardless, what I'm trying to say is, you guys, mostly the biggest problem that you guys have for, probably, it, it, it takes you, Probably your first couple of days. The biggest problem you guys are having is you got the 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 trade road, such as it is, is a little bit winding because they had to build it around a lot of these spires that came up that that come out of the ground. These sort of jagged rock formations. Um, or you guys are moving along, and there is. A large, just in the middle of where the road would have been. Fortunately, the road 
the the road ends up veering there is a the, the there's a large tar pit about the size of a small city um not necessarily any reason why it should be there there are not the natural um uh, uh natural environmental like things around it that would signify it there's just a tar pit and you don't want to travel through the tar pit so they built the road to go so it's a little bit slow going for the first few days um eventually by the time you guys sort of hit the the about there where the where where you start to essentially skirt along the side of the mountain directly it sort of evens out and you guys are you guys can see far far off in the distance maybe a day's right away just the beginnings of this sort of sort of purplish coloring off in the distance that uh, 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 Quaven indicates is that, that that is the edge of, of the Wildwood. Um, you guys follow the road uh, uh, throughout much of this next day. And it winds, it ends up going um, ends up sort of going in between again these, these these sort of larger rock formations and um whoever's up in front so like seeker probably quaven i don't know maybe Karis. if you think you guys you you guys would be up at front go ahead and roll me perception rolls Okay. I think I'd be at the back. Okay. You're probably gonna mm. you're gonna see this regardless. It's just how quickly you see it before you, you like you guys are up on it. Um, I'll roll one for Quaven. Two. It it didn't come across from the day, but nineteen. Okay. Um. Aha, yes, I see. Um, so Cameron, you see, you definitely see it. You see it before you smell it. You see it. What a great of, introduction to something. <laughs> wasn't a great encounter roll. Uh, but no, you see up ahead, you, uh, Kind of off the side of the road, like you guys are sort of passing through, passing along the edge of this this this, this rock face. <laughs> it sort of opens up a little bit, and further ahead, you see a fairly enormous creature. Sort of, it looks like it's curled up, like it's almost like it's sleeping. 
you guys get a little bit closer and you recognize it as if you remember those uh, the the udaks the large demon ape sort of enormous things that that the dynasty sometimes tames and uses as war beasts or beasts of burden or the like you see one up ahead just off to the side of the road. Oh, we have a handout for that. Um, From the last do. time we saw them. Yep. We have a what? A handout. Oh. Roll 20. Or at least I do. Yep. It is... Uh, it's under one of the things. It's under player art handouts and creatures and monsters. Player art handout. That would be it. It, it honestly looks like if you combined a gorilla with one of the critters from Critters. Little bit, little bit. Very um, date cut. Like if Donkey Kong had too many teeth. But what, so Cameron, what you are actually able to pick up, there's a, Charge slight, complete. There's a slight shift in the wind. And you pick up a scent that you're familiar with. Uh, decay. Oh. Old, like, like blood on the, blood, sort of blood on the wind, that sort of thing. Do I think it's dead, or has it killed something and is asleep? That, that is a good question at this point. Mm. You're not quite at a position where you can tell. Do we have a lot of choices in avoiding this? Do we have any choices if we want to try to just avoid it? I mean, you could go off the road. Uh, that's probably not. Take that's a, probably take waste, a, take a waste of time. Around. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Oh. Going around, it's going to take a lot of time. I'm assuming eventually. I'm assuming you point this out. Yeah, uh, but I think it might be dead. Um, right, wait here. I'll go, I'm going to. I'll go check it out. Okay. And he's going to climb off his horse, make sure that's not anywhere. Hopefully, we're far enough away that nothing's going to like alert it if, for the moment. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, uh. Downwind of it, which I guess we are, if I can smell it. Yeah. Um, and I'm gonna try to sneak up on it and right. check it out. Roll me a hide roll. Stealth? Yes, yeah, stealth. One. Ugh. That was a one. That sure Uh-oh. was. Got to fall off his horse and. <laughs> Um, well, it tries to sneak up on it. Let's yep. hope that I was right and that it's just dead. I mean, to be fair, even a 1 makes it a 12. So... That's true. Could be worse. I mean, that's that's true, and, you know, rules is written. It's, there are no critical failures, but that's not fun. So let's... That is, that is how much fun am I having now, now, Jeremy? So... <laughs> You sneak your way up. 
Um, uh, you sneak your way up and come up on uh, uh, on this creature. Go ahead and roll me another uh, another perception now that you are closer. I need to, you know, I think I, for some reason I think I don't have Beyond Twenty installed. No idea what's happened to that. Okay, that's, um, yeah, that's possible. Perceptions, well, okay, not still not great. Thirteen. Okay. One, just a second here. And um, um, um. so you creep up and becomes very clear pretty pretty probably you get I would say a good um Maybe 20 feet away from it. It's very clear this thing is dead. Okay. Just the smell itself is overwhelming. Nothing else could be... There would have to be a lot of bodies for this much smell. All right. Um, I'm. I'll have a look around and see mm-hmm. if I can see what's what's called what's killed it or what what has happened. You take a look, start looking around. Um, yeah, that probably fits. Um, and I need. Look at something here. All right, that works. So you are are sort of sort of looking around, and here let's for reference. So off to your right or your left because you're sort of facing the apache so it's upside down. Uh, there's this larger outcropping. You don't necessarily see anything up there with your perception check. Uh, there is, I know this looks like a dragon skull sort of le- slightly north of you. Um, it's just a rock outcropping. Looking rock half cropping. And you turn to go look at that. And at that point your senses go, your your everything goes black for you. Uh everybody uh, right. else you guys are sort of you guys are back a little ways. You are yep. sort of seeing this. And you see Cameron 
looking around. He looks back at this this carving that's sort of kind of between him and you guys at this point. Off the side, like not directly, but kind of in between you guys. And um, let's see. Oop. And a large area of just blackness occurs and swallows him hmm. up. Burning. Hmm. And that's where we'll go ahead and roll initiative. Uh, how high does this blackness extend? Uh, that is a really good question. How high does darkness extend? I mean, I think it's probably just a, like a uh, sphere, right? Yes, Hello, darkness, sphere. my old friend. Right. <laughs> I believe in a thing called love. In How far it, do it you be, extend? In which case, if if that's the size of it, I guess it would be fifteen feet tall. Correct. Uh, yes, it would be about fifteen feet tall. Also, because my internet oh, okay. is this on the still on the same. Day that no, we left the city. Oh yeah, y- yes, I think so. Wait, no, this is several days later, isn't it? We had more than a short rest. Oh right, yeah. See, I haven't healed to full. Guys, rolled that. Seeker rolled that. So I can take that one off. That's why I was checking because I was a dumbass. Yeah, and didn't clear the. I'm fairly sure Jeremy narrated several days of travel before we got here. Yes, you guys took several days. You guys have had a long rest. 100%. Awesome. Yay. Uh, Earth is going on a nine. So I was a genius, and I did not take. Uh, I did not clear the the, the turn order. Uh, 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 you did Frost. <laughs> no, it's because it's on a different map, so you don't see it. Oh, okay, right. That's why. If I put you guys back on the 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 last battle map, you would see those ones and not this one. Yeah. Okay. As so GM, if we, you see if you it all. Clear it. If you clear it, we can do it again, and then just change it back. Oh no, to it's it fine. I've got this. Um, oh, okay. I need to take Cameron. Uh, Cameron is going on. Oh no, I, I correct. I re-added and corrected it, but. Oh, you did. I mean, you've taken me off again now, so. <laughs> That's my bad. I thought I was taking the other That's one right. off. Yeah, yeah, um, no, I know. I, I, I... <laughs> objects. You're all good. Add turn. Too late to fix it now, though. Ten point sixteen. Uh. Take. Keem off. Take Quaven off for now because I've not rolled for him yet. Uh, Prize, you are going on 20.16. Uh, Ooh, I get to use a Eldritch Invocation I've not used yet. Mm-hmm. Now. <laughs> After the bottle instant, I may have picked up Ghostly Gaze. It's a tent. Initiative for this. Yes, that was indeed an incident. 
Nothing that is attacking us, it's fine. And finally, well, not finally, because Hakeem, but. And Hakeem, I'm just going to go ahead and grab from. Well, funny, because that's just going to be easier for me for him. Uh, do I have the team selected? No, I do. All righty. Those are some good initiatives. Um, put so. You guys see this black uh, 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 circle of black of darkness. Um, and so you guys, everybody who's not Cameron, you guys can basically position yourself where it makes sense behind the yellow line. I think you guys are probably further back, so you're probably like not right up here. I don't think it makes a ton of sense. I drew this out beforehand. Um, but go ahead and position yourself wherever you would be. Makes sense. I'm going to put Quaven. Quaven is probably actually probably on the uh, on the cart with the with the Oh no, he's on his horse, so but he's probably near the cart at least. Yeah, I assumed there were like horses on all corners, like it was mentioned yeah. in cart in the center. Yep. Yeah. But when I think when Cameron split off go ahead, Karis would have moved up. That makes sense. Alright, so where you guys are at um let's see seeker and Karis, you guys are able to see there is some movement on top of this rock outcropping you can't quite see what it is yet um but there's something up there and we'll start at the top of the round with quaven Quaven uh, is first instinct because he is a bodyguard. Is though I did not I did not want to get Quaven's hit. Well, he's belonging. Quaven's instinct is going to be to run up 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. 
5540. And essentially ready action to attack anything that, that comes into view. Um, actually we're gonna, gonna go back there. Uh, he is not running into the magical darkness, but he is running up to, uh, uh help your guys' rogue, if need be. Prize, you are up. Uh, so seeing that, uh, that darkness just appear out of nowhere. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to, uh, basically hold out the, the coin amulet thing. I mm-hmm. can't remember if it's on a chain or not. Um, just, yeah, dispel magic at 120 feet. Third. All right. Do I need to roll for it? Is it a third level or lower? Right. Yeah. Uh, in this podcasting. Nope, it is just a second level spell. There's nothing any. There is not anything special about it, or like it's not quote unquote upcast or anything like that. So, um. Cameron, your vision returns as the darkness goes away. Hooray! My blind fighting once again does not come into play. We'll see. The, <laughs> night, the, 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 the encounter is still young. Uh, I mean, right. I can cast Fog Cloud if you prefer. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. How about a nice stinking cloud? Yeah. That less so. Cloud kill? Oh no, not that one. Yeah, I fucking hate that Final Fantasy dickhead. Cloud of daggers? Abby I mean, I like daggers. Uh, anyway, uh, is there anything else that you would like to do, Prez? Uh, no, that's all good for me that I can say. Alright. So, once your turn is over, it is now some of your attackers' turns. You, Cameron, your vision returns, and you're like, oh god, good, I can actually fucking see. And then you see some, a couple things come over the body of the, of the Udak. Um, and. Oh, they look friendly. You, you, you might regret being able to see. Um. (laughs) You see. I I simply close my eyes. I refuse. Your first instinct is like, they're draconian, or they're, they're not draconian. Sorry, wrong world. That's Kryn. Um, Dragonborn? Oh, you've just... Culvis has just absolutely slammed uh, Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat into my head. That's unfortunate. I'd say I am familiar with it, so uh, you're welcome, I One guess. One of the songs starts with I Close My Eyes. Yeah, okay. this is true. <laughs> it's, it is Android Weber's second least bad musical. <laughs> what's, I act- his, what's his first least bad musical? I actually like Joseph, and I like JC Superstar. 
I think those are both legitimately good musicals. Okay. Those are his two. Alright. <laughs> I don't know any others. Cats, I guess? Cat, Is Cats one of his? Phantom of the Opera. I know people love Phantom of the Opera. Those people are wrong. Um, Evita's not. <laughs> Evita is tolerable. A- anyways, I'm sorry. That's a tangent I'll get on. I, I, I would stay on for all. But, so, they're these large, or not large, they're medium-sized, but, but humanoid-sized dragon-looking creatures that are vaguely humanoid, in the, they're humanoid in form, but they're, um, yeah, they're not real pretty. Um, their, 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 their jaws are particularly, um, almost skull-like, elongated teeth, uh, wings off their back, dragon-looking wings off their back, and these big-ass fucking swords. And they see you. And you see them. Oh, lucky me. And they leap off of the dragon, or the, the Udok, and fly over 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. And they're going to try to murder you. Oh. You look tasty. Oh, well, that's very nice of them, but I'd prefer not to be murdered. So you have a lot of attacks right. coming at you. And a shit AC. Uh, we will start with the bite attacks. I think we fell victim to one of the classic blunders, guys. We sent the Rogan on their own unsupported. <laughs> he kind of did. <laughs> well, like, look, if I had managed to get there stealthily, presumably this no, would have No, it would have gone first. much, much better. <laughs> um, but for reason, I just, I just, my plus 11 stealth was not sufficient. Correct. Uh, so, the first one is a natural one. Uh, does a 16 hit you? Uh, it absolutely does, but I will use... Uh, uncanny dodge. She's my reaction to half the attack's damage. All right. So you take you the first one bites at you and just wildly sort of goes almost falls over. Uh, it these things come in and they come in fucking rabid. Like they surround you and are just attacking recklessly. Uh, so that for the the first one does. Oh, the barbarians! They kind of are. They legitimately <laughs> have reckless attack. Um, All right. I didn't use it on this because I forgot they did, but it's great for narrative, and they'll probably use it for their next fo- two attacks each. Um, <laughs> but the other one manages, and you sort of get your arm up to get it in the way, so it it, it sort of takes a takes a. Takes a clinch on your arm, and you take two piercing damage, and one cold damage. Oh, well, that seems like a bit of a waste of that ability, but whatever. Yeah, that was not great. Sounds good. It, their bites are legitimately their 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 weakest attacks. Um, uh. 
Oh, now, well, let's find three. Now we will do the claws. And I do remember Reckless Attack now. Um, so you've got the legal document ready then? Correct. All right. So you hit, you get hit both times. Uh, okay. First is a 21, second is a 22. So you take I, four my, slashes. My, my AC is 14. Yeah. So, yeah. You take four sl- You're the rogue. Uh, I know, but I'm also a bad rogue. I have like crap no, that's d- what I mean. You're the rogue. You're de- you're you're using shit armor because you're the rogue. Um, yeah, so I've also built my character poorly. So you take so four nice. slashing and nine slashing. Oh, that's not too bad. Uh, and those for the claws. As again, they sword in one hand, claw in other hand. They each claw at you. Sort of scrape along your armor. And now the swords. Ah. Ah, uh, that is a 21 to hit and a 19 to hit. This is the bad. So the first one, you take eight force, or, uh, sorry, um, wait a minute. That doesn't look like it was, it, it, it was, Oh, I see what it is. So it, it, it's the D8. So this is not necessarily that bad. Uh, you take eight force damage. Okay. And then you take six force damage. Okay. As their swords come in and you realize <sighs> it's not even necessarily that they hit you. There is some otherworldly thing around it that is making the blade the 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 area around the blade sharper than any blade itself could be <laughs> you see a couple sprays of blood this way and a spray of blood that way from the back um that is their turn that is all their attacks and that makes it Zarema's turn. Zarema, from where she is, I think is going to make her make 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 Quaven angry again. Um, oh no, she could do this from sixty. Uh, that said, you do look hurt. Yeah, I think she's she she's gonna do the healing thing. Um, she will give you a fourth level healing word. To me? Yes. Okay. No, the other person who just took six attacks. <laughs> uh, fortunately, I rolled like shit, but you do get eleven hit points back. A roller coaster of a day. Yep. And it's just getting started. Uh, and then she is going to, that was a bonus action for her action. She is going to reach out and chill touch someone. Uh, I think she can do it from where she's at, maybe. Just make it. 
So the one on your right An 18, I'm pretty goddamn sure hits. Yep. And it takes three necrotic damage. And cannot gain hit points until the, I believe, until the start of her next turn. That is her turn. Uh, Akeem's turn. Akeem is going to... Uh, this is awkward. Um... Oh, Hakeem is going to do what Hakeem does. And Hakeem is going to haste... Hakeem is going to haste Seeker. Hey! That's exciting. I don't know what haste does. You're within 30 feet. So you feel, feel yourself become much, much quicker. And it's your turn. Yay! Okay, well, um, then that changes up a few things. Um, but with my new ability, um, I just need to check how something works. Okay. Spells-wise, because I don't know if it's going to kill uh, Cameron if I do that. Um, Ugh. We support not killing Cameron. Each it helps. I, ha yeah, I have no, that I evasion that. thing. I have the... Yeah, the... Dodge sure. <laughs> I mean, let me rephrase that. The PC support not killing Cameron. Me, do what you want. <laughs> I'm not um, the boss. All right. The number of attacks I have is best described as many um, <laughs> now. Yeah. So uh, you let's have... just step out. Be ready. Yep. Um, move in, I guess. Okay. Uh, move next to Cameron. I'm going to uh, bonus action. I'll just I'll just Hunter's Mark. Um, one of them, uh, the one to the one on my left, which is the one over here, to, um, right. nearest to me. Oh, um, right. and then I will fire at it with my longbow. Go for it. Um, say twenty-one. That hits. Okay, so I'll take eight plus two. Nice. Um, so I'm trying to work out exactly how many attacks I have. Okay, so what is your base attacks? So my base number of attacks for my class uh, is I have extra attack. So I'll do two. two attacks a turn. Then have, it's the first time I've you um, have dread ambusher, taken right? the attack action. Yeah, dread ambusher. So there's three. So I'm going to make an extra attack from that. Correct. And, which does extra damage. Correct. And haste gives you one weapon attack. You okay, take so the attack action, but you don't get like 
you're you don't get multiple attacks of that. You get one weapon attack. Right. So I've got one two from having extra attack, and then I've got dread ambusher, and then haste. So that's yep. four. You have four, so you have okay. three more. One cool. of which Let's is do dread that. ambusher. Let's do dread ambusher. Okay. That yeah. And then um. That's seven plus two. That's then Dread Ambusher. Another two. And then. Another. How I, oh, there we go. Yep. Another Hunter's Mark damage. Because that's every time. Yep. Sure is. Um, <clears throat> very consistently rolling twos on these extra you damage attacks. Really are. Um, I'll do another attack. Wow, I'm hitting amazingly. This is payback uh, for all those times. Yeah. Lovely. Another Hunter's Mark. Oh, hey. that's good. <laughs> that's a lot better. And then I think that I have... And it's, it's still up, yeah? Yes, it is still up. Cool. Ah, I missed. There we go. There's, there's the <laughs> Nazarin die rolling I remember. So yeah, you, Seeker, runs up, <coughs> proceeds to, I feel like you do the, correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like you go up, you do the multiple arrows at once, pull back, and just let oh, them yeah. all fly. Definitely. And you see this, 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 this demonic looking dragon humanoid thing. Just three of the arrows like embed halfway down into its hide. And then one of them lands on one of the arrows lands on the ground next to him. Like skids into the dirt next to him. But it throws back its head and it shrieks. You did some cool. good damage to that. What I will do at the end of my turn is uh, interact to um, I think just drop my bow because I'm not going to need it again for the mm -hmm. moment and I'll pull out my uh, long swords. Nice. Alright. Cameron, you're up. Alright. Um, so they both they will both hit in that flurry? Uh, no, only arrows? the one. Oh, only the one. Okay. Uh, but he's still alive. He is still alive. Well, um, I guess I will attack it. Okay. Since it's, since it's right there. Yep. Um, uh, this one. 21. 21 hits. Uh, for eight piercing damage, since yep. they, I don't have sneak attack on it. Right. Um, and then I will. Oh yeah, okay. No, I can do this. Uh, for my bonus section, I will attack the other one. Cool. Can I do that? With yeah. my, I'll do the like. I don't know how. Absolutely to it no. Works, you you but... can you can split targets. Fantastic. So offhand, also twenty-one. Five piercing damage. That's good for an offhand attack. Yeah, it's not bad. Uh, and, and now you're going to move away because you're mobile. Because I'm mobile, and yep. I can do that if I've attacked somebody. With. 
They don't even. I have all, I have all this bonus disengage. I don't even need to use. Yeah. Um. So. <laughs> Uh, and so he goes 40 feet north, probably. No, um, maybe not quite so far, but, uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, wait, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. Okay, it is 40 feet. Hides behind the giant, giant bone, Um, rock, skull-looking thing. Nope. And that's, that's my turn. Alright, Karis, you're up. I am going to... Did you say there was someone up on the rock that I'd seen? Yes. Cool. In that case, I'm going to use Misty Step to head up there. Good deal. Because I can. So where... I would say you can probably place yourself... Anywhere along that, yeah, that would be fine. So you cool. go up there and you see they look kind of similar to the ones on the ground, where the ones on the ground are this white hide color. The ones on the top are uh, have a black coloring to their hide. Uh... Their horns were at, whereas the, the, uh, the white ones have not even as much horns as like these, like kind of fins coming off the back. Um, these ones up here have, roll me an arcana roll. Okay. Well, that was a natural one. That sure was. So I've got it out of the way now. This is good. They have horns that are coming sort of off the uh, uh, off of sort of the back uh, back side of their head and circling around, like around their heads downward. You don't know what hmm. they uh, what it is. But I think you, you don't know what the correlation is, as in Kiris doesn't. I'm pretty sure you do. They look like black dragon horns. All right. You know how they sort of curve down around? Yeah. That's basically what they look like. Um, they look like specifically, because I'm pretty sure I can... Yeah. They look like that. And they're both wielding, um, there's two of them. Uh, yep. They're both wielding these, these nasty looking scimitars. Uh, and they look like, they look like they were lying waiting, getting ready to jump down on Seeker and Quaven. And they're kind of surprised when you show up up there and turn their attention to you. This is good. Awesome. In that case, I'm going to. Hit the one closest to me with uh, my longsword. Go for it. So, first attack is a 26 to hit. Oh, yes, that, that is a hit. Okay, and that one does 
eight slashing damage. Okay. And then second attack is a 19. Also a hit. Awesome. So that is six slashing damage. So you bring your sword across. Was completely unprepared for you. Um, and you draw, you, you, you cut into that hide and, and you see a, a couple very satisfying sort of brackish gouts of blood come out. Um, and he, he, he doesn't like shout or scream or, or roar. He just sort of hisses a little bit and looks at you with just utter hatred. Ah, uh, she hisses back. Nice. Is that everything for you? That is everything for me, yeah. Alright, it is their turn now. Because they rolled the worst initiative. Um. <laughs> and they, so the one behind proceeds to leap into the air its wings take flight and now you guys can see this thing because it just jumped into the air and is flying um as it flies over and lands back here yep they move in concert to immediately flank you yep sounds about right funny thing Oh, never mind. It's fine. Because um, I was going to say, the the ones on the ground, I had forgotten that they were flanking you, so they did not need to do reckless attack. But it is also okay, because you guys didn't roll attacks on them with advantage. So it evens out. Um, these ones are rolling attacks on you with advantage. Yep. Uh... So we'll start with the scimitar. Advantage, not disadvantage. Uh, so that is a 22 to hit and a 24 to hit. They both hit. So you take 5 slashing and 6 slashing. As they yeah. start moving, and they're... Where the where where the white the the ones on the ground are just these frenzied rabid sort of uh, attackers, the ones on the top have, for lack of a better term, a lot more grace to them. These are nimble motherfuckers. Um. So the, the, their, their blades slash out and and and, and strike, and, and now the bites. Yep. Uh does a seventeen hit you? Meets. Okay, so that hits the twelve does not hit you though. That's no. good. Because the 12 did a lot more damage. Um, <laughs> so the one that, the one that you would attack, uh, uh-huh. is being a little bit more defensive, so it's 
fight is a lot more tentative. Uh, and, and you're easily able to dodge that. The other one latches onto your shoulder and you feel, you feel fangs go in and then you feel a burning sensation. It lets go. It doesn't like grip on or, or, or rip out, but you take eight piercing damage and five acid damage. Eight piercing, and what was the other, sorry? Five acid damage. Okay. And that is their turn. Um... And as that first round ends and the fight get the fight starts to get real for a couple people. Um I think that's where we will go ahead and call it for this week because we are at our time. Say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. goodbye.